Hey there, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron, and Dr. Banning is sitting right across from me. How are you, Dee? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Merry Little, Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. All that good stuff. It's the holiday season, and uh, time is right, and the weather is cold, and the food is good. Hey, so what is figgy, <laughs> what is figgy pudding? Is that like... I always thought it was like a pudding made out of fig. All right, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And too. it sounds delicious. Yeah. Never had any. Could you bring me some figgy pudding? No. Um, what is it? You won't? Won't stop until you get here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, so roasting uh, roasting chestnuts on an open fire, what is that? Are those things like explode like hand grenades or something? I don't know, but I've heard that it's more hassle than it's worth. That's what I'm thinking. It's, yeah. You know, you're sitting here roasting chestnuts on an open fire. Yes. Um, Jack Frost nipping at your nose, so you're outside, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So either that or your heat's off. Yeah. So you're listening to that song and you have no idea what it means, but you're just feeling warm and fuzzy. Inside. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sometimes during the holidays, I think we got preconceived ideas that the holidays are going to make us happy. You think? Yes. Have you yeah. ever had something where you're just so excited and so excited for it to come? Oh, yeah. You just knew it was going to change your life and make you happy. You get it and it's a big letdown? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. It never brings the happiness you expect. I think that's the holidays for a lot of people. Um, I truly do. I think I think a lot of people get geared up for the holidays, and they're looking to fill a need or a an area in their life that's that's kept them unhappy. Yes, I think um, you're right. And sad, and they're, they're trying to fill it up with material gifts, food, gluttony, um, alcohol. Maybe some drugs, maybe some movies, just that feel-good feeling, you know? Yeah. And I get it. I'm human, too. We're all human. We love that time of the year, I think most of us do. I do now. I haven't always. Uh, when yeah. I was a kid, I experienced the, uh, what are those, the, the after-holiday blues, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of children do. Um, and then after Lori and I were married, the stress just, for, for many years, I hated the holiday season. Really? Yeah, just because of the stress. Okay. We, we were poor, um, as many young yeah. couples are when they first get married. Oh, gosh, I remember those days. And there's stress of uh, the expectations. Um, our family has changed a lot over the years, but, but when Laura and I were first married, the expectations were you bring gifts for everybody. Everybody gets a gift, you know. Oh, that's tough. Then you go <laughs> in debt, right? Yes. And yeah. this is a time, Dr. Banning, the... The, this was 80, 1988, and the only credit card we had was an Amico card. And I remember going into Amico and buying food to eat. At the, oh, my gosh. Yes. And I love those memories. Now, Lori hates them still. They still just drive uh -huh. her crazy. But I love looking back and, and how far we've come. Yeah, but the stress neat. of that holiday season during that time yeah. was, was incredible. I remember going to school and working and uh sue would work and we had one car and uh you know we'd take the big trip up to not so much my folks but sue's folks there's a lot of people in their family and they're all really good people and we would put pressure on ourselves to get them gifts and it's just like man going to debt you don't have any money you know and uh, of course yeah. you get through taking the finals uh-huh. You know, so we talk about, um, what's it called? It's, uh, 
It's called leisure illness. Psychiatrists have labeled this thing a leisure illness. So what happens, and I see it in my office, you know, uh, somebody that has a really hard job, you know, and maybe they're a blue-collar worker, or maybe you know, they have a high-stress job, and uh, they take a week off. They come into the office, it's like, man, I had... I had I was resting the whole week. I didn't do a thing for this to happen. <laughs> and they're expecting me to explain it to them. And I said, well, let's see, you work 50 hours a week, right? Yes. Um, what did you do during the week? I watched football games. I went to movies. Usually had some food, you know, that kind of thing. A little bit of recreational leisure time. And so what that does is that that creates a that, that sets that person up for when they got to go back to work and that stress comes back. Yeah, it sets them up for an illness or a bout with back pain, and, and people just don't realize it. But I've got a hypothesis. All right, I think this is a really good hypothesis. But when we talk about lifestyles, people are like, "Eh, whatever," you know, whatever. <laughs> and lifestyles are magnified during the holidays. Bad lifestyles are magnified during the holidays. So if you're having a lifestyle where you accumulate a lot of health issues and you hit the Christmas season, this is like lifestyle on steroids. So my hypothesis is a lot of the illnesses that people are taking drugs for and getting vaxxed for are created by our own choices. The, okay. flu, the flu season. You know, people die more during the holidays than any time in the year. You were telling me about that. Yeah. I have a friend that uh, he works at a funeral parlor, and he was telling me that. You know, it's it shocked me when you first said it. Then I started thinking about it, and it made sense. It does. Um, so that's my hypothesis. You know, people say lifestyle doesn't mean a difference or it's not worthwhile, but look at yourself. After the holidays, your 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 poor habits usually are multiplied because you're with other people that have similar habits. You know, you're eating too much, you're sitting around watching TV, you're traveling in a plane in a tin can with about sick people, five hundred miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> with sick people. Yeah, um, worst I mean, cold so I ever things. got. Worst cold I ever got was after a plane trip to Dallas. Really? Oh my gosh! You know, I'll, I can remember. So when I was a kid. Um, probably, you know, about just six, seven years old, all the way up to my teenage years, we'd drive from a suburb of Detroit all the way to Des Moines, Iowa. And we had two sets of grandparents. My folks met, um, at, they went to the same school, but they both were big meal prep, big cook. I mean, we're talking homemade chicken and noodles. Oh my goodness. Gravy. I hadn't um, had lunch yet. Yeah, so we're gonna fix that. Um, <laughs> so corn off the cob, um, red cake. My my one grandma had. She would win the Iowa State Fair with all her cakes and her desserts and her jellies. Red velvet cake. Yes. You know it's got bugs in it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Google it. I don't care if it has it. <laughs> um, but that would have that vanilla. I don't know if it was cream cheese icing, and she'd put it in her wash house. 
and the wash house was kind of a cool area. Yeah. And you take a you take a bite of that, and it was so cold and it melted in your mouth. Then my grandma on my mom's side, she made the best apple pie in the world. Oh, I put some cheese on that, and you're good to go. No, no, you didn't just say that. Yeah, yeah. So my my, my wife can cook apple pie, and my really? daughter can cook apple pie Wait just a minute. like my grandma did. Sue can cook a good apple pie? Oh. With cheddar? No one will touch it. Because I I want to no no cheddar no no I've got got to have apple pie no without cheese is like no. a hug without a squeeze we've been over this oh gosh I forgot about that jeez <laughs> jeez um, so anyhow what would happen is you know parents would kind of say well my my parents are kind of upset because because uh, your parents got first dibs on the kids for the big meal and so I'm sitting here oh okay. And um, then they're like, okay, now, don't spoil your meal tonight for Grandma Ryan's. Because we'd have a big shindig around lunchtime. And, man, you'd just eat until your your belly was stuffed. <laughs> I still do that. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> now you got to go eat. <laughs> game on. Your second meal for the day. So you'd go to Grandma Ryan's and you'd stuff your face there. Yeah. You know, and... Um, I mean, that's just how it is. So these are weird behaviors that we do during the holidays. I mean, and so this is obviously putting tons of stress on our body. We're not getting good sleep. We're sleeping in a strange bed. In a lot of cases, you're drinking alcohol. I'm not a I'm not an alcohol drinker, but a lot of people do. Um, you're making fun of me now, aren't you? <laughs> you're making fun of we my... We were just talking about this before we started recording. Right. You're making fun of my go-to... One of my go-to supplements when I want energy. Yes. It's called Adrenal Tonic. Yeah. It's by Mediherb, and it gives me great energy. I bet it does. It lifts me Until up. Until you crash. No, <laughs> I never crash with it. I'm just, that's a joke. It tastes horrible, though. But uh, you did tell me that it does have a little bit of alcohol in it, though, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. yeah maybe that, I'm not an alcohol drinker, but maybe that's why I'm, I like it. <laughs> It just sits on my desk. I might take it. Typically what will happen is this. If I eat some junk that I shouldn't be eating and I come home and eat, or I come to work in the afternoon, i got to have my energy level up, so I'll, I'll take some of that, and it usually helps me out. That's good. But uh, anyhow, so, yeah, we're talking about strange behaviors, and that's one of them that we grew up with. It was a tradition. Yeah. And so now on my wife's side of the family, um, there's lots of people that get together. I don't think they're big eaters but during the holidays you can take somebody that just eats like a gerbil and they can turn into just like a you know somebody just eats a lot of food because you get used to that that processed food right you hit that bliss point and it's like your eyes roll back and you want more um but so anyhow so things just change so much so my hypothesis that uh it should be proof enough that uh lifestyle does matter because because uh Poor lifestyle choices are made during the holidays, and that's when people, that's when the hospital beds are full. That's when the emergency room beds are full. That's when funeral parlors are full. But people just don't recognize it. Yeah. They just think it's part of life. So, um, anyhow. And so, you know, um, I've got a friend. He's a mentor of mine. And one of the things that he says, and I really believe this to be true, is... Oh, let me see. What is it?
can't medicate your way out of a problem that you live your way into. Here it is, yeah. You can't medicate your way out of a problem or a disease that you have lived your way into. Oh, that's deep. It's good, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I, th I think a lot of times people don't really think much about it. But everybody knows somebody that's just on tons of medications and has ill health. And they don't realize that over the years accumulated bad choices. You know, high levels of stress, either stress, physical stress, chemical stress, or emotional stress, um, leads to inflammation, and that inflammation creates disease in the body, and we start taking drugs. If you go to the traditional healthcare route instead of changing your lifestyle. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, you know, so some strange behavior that takes place during the holiday. Um, have you ever heard of Cole's Cash? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Cole's Cash. My wife is big into Cole's Cash. Big. It's a game that she plays, and if I go to Kohl's, yeah, if I don't have Kohl's cash, I am in trouble, <laughs> big time. But you know, you can double and triple clutch on some of this Kohl's cash. It's a game that you play. No, I didn't know that. It's kind of like that, yeah. So you spend more to save more. Oh yeah, now yeah. I am familiar with that. It's a game that people play. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you spend more to save. I saved a hundred bucks. Yeah, but I spent two hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and every time you go there, you get a get a coupon. You know. Um, I have bought shoes and, and shirts and, and clothing there, and they always do give me Kohl's cash. I don't even know what to do with it. I end up throwing it away. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing is, you know, other strange behaviors, people not just spending more to save more, but um, people camping out at night. Yeah. Like the Black Friday sales. And yeah. When is Black Friday? Is it this? Is it this Friday? No, it's the day after Thanksgiving. It's already happened. Okay. That tells you how much I know about shopping. Um, so yeah, they camp out. I don't know, you don't know if I heard any stories about people. Well, it's become different. It used to be tents in the parking lots. Now stores are opening on Thanksgiving for their Black Friday special. So people go okay. at six o'clock at night and it's Let's, pretty soon it's going to be open Thanksgiving day, you know, and, and it'll wreck the traditions of family get togethers because aunt, you know, aunt Angie has to go out and get the hundred dollar TV set, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes people fight. Oh yeah. I'll tell you something else. Crime rates are going up. Are they really? I think during the holidays, I hear, you know, during the holidays when people get a lot of deliveries, packages delivered yeah. on their front porch, that, um, that's a way of theft. People yeah. Porch pirates. Yeah. Porch Por pirates. Yeah. Porch pirates. That's what we call them. Yeah. And I'm in the delivery business and we are trained because they will follow a brown van. They'll follow. No, me? Uh, we're trained to spot porch pirates. <laughs> so what do you do? Do you have a gun on you or something? No, we're not allowed to carry weapons, which blows my mind. But um, no. they, um, there's been uh, a few robberies of delivery vans this season already. Oh my god! So we have to worry about that as we're making our rounds. And even in our in our area, there have been two uh, robberies. Hey, have you ever seen this on Facebook where? They bait a package yes. on the porch. Yes, there was one guy that did the glitter bomb. That was oh, awesome. That was hilarious, and he actually videoed the whole thing. Yes, he had four phones in it, so it was facing each side, <laughs> <laughs> and he had a tracker in it. He had fart spray hooked up. Oh my! So gosh. it shot glitter out, and then it sprayed the room or the car wherever they opened it with this terrible, terrible. That's good scent. stuff. I love that. Yes, there's another one 
um, where they have a they have poop inside of something <laughs> and it blows up all over the place. Oh you know? my gosh! Yes, yeah. but people like that, they just I don't know. Yeah, it's during the holiday season, you know. I, I just I I think they're just uh, opportunists, just waiting to happen. But the holidays just bring out the worst in everybody. Um, I think now there are some good things about the holidays. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, the reason for the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Number um, one. Yeah. Jesus was born on this day. We like to celebrate that. But, right. Uh, and what he did for mankind and what we can actually experience as a result of uh, accepting his gift. Yes. And not having to work for it. I think that's one of the keys to stress free, stress free holiday is to focus on the reason. But nobody yeah. does that. Right, I know. Um, so, another thing, you know, these big letdowns. You ever been on a really good vacation? And you come back, and the next day you got to go to work. Yes, yeah. yes, I have. Now that doesn't bother me a whole lot because I I enjoy what I do. But some people can't stand their jobs. Yeah. Some people. So if they take off. And they're off for a week having a ball, and then they come back and they got to go to work. Back to jail. <laughs> well, after they've been living large, you yes, know, eating they food, had a weekend pass. staying up late, and then they go back to work, they hate it. Um, that happens weekly to some people. It's yeah. the Sunday night blues. You know, it's i got to work tomorrow. I've had two days of leisure and fun and, you know, working around the house. Now I've got to go back to the cubicle or wherever. Right. Um, you know, so... We all go into the holiday season with these anticipations or these preconceived ideas. So I'd like to share uh, just some stories that have happened in the office over the years um, that were related to stress. Okay. Um, I've had people have an anxiety attack in my office. That's weird. During the holidays. Yeah. Um, I had one guy. I did not know this. So let me just backtrack a little bit. Um you know, us chiropractors, we like to talk about how the body adapts to stress. Like a change in the environment, your body will adapt to stress. Right. Okay. Your body's adapting to stress so it can survive, so it can function, so it can, you know, so if your body's really healthy, it's going to make pretty good adaptations. Now, if your body is tapped out and it's not able to adapt like it should, you can have some really funny reactions take place. All right. So so we'll get together and talk, you know, and so so here's this is kind of a funny funny thing when we talk about philosophy and health. So you know what a subluxation is, right? Yes. Subluxation puts mm-hmm. stress on your spine. It can be happen through poor posture, through stress, stress, through car accidents. So dude's crossing a road and he gets hit by a truck. He dies. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Well, what killed him? The truck. No, he got subluxated. <laughs> that's awful. We, we just joke around, just talk about that's subluxations. Not, I know. I, I guess that's chiropractic humor, but it must be. <laughs> yeah, I know it's terrible. I got subluxated, so he died. He died. Yeah, not from the truck hitting him. So, but anyhow, so so some funny things that can happen, and each person when they are under these different stressors that is unique to each individual and how they perceive these stressors, their body adapts in a certain way. So just a couple of days ago, we had a gal over and she had hurt her back in the gym and she'd been doing some exercise she'd done for a long time. And for some reason, this time it just really hurt. Well, I'm going to give you a history on her. 
she had lost a lot of family members close to her this this year and her husband had had several heart attacks at a young age and so they were climbing out of the hole they were doing healthy things together but she was also in retail so we worked with her and so some cases you know when you adjust them you know you're going to help them out others if it's mental stress or emotional stress you got to be careful. So what I do typically is I'll just put them on a laser, let them stay there. And she was kind of moving. She was a little bit antsy. And all of a sudden, I saw her on the floor curled up in a ball, sweating profusely with the chills. Good grief. I was like, hey, hold on a second, Mrs. So-and-so. Let's have a talk. So I took a history on her. I just said, hey, what do you... It's because... We take a history, but sometimes they don't know us and they don't open up. Right, yes. And so, you know, I asked, I said, what's going on, man? Is there something besides, you know, you just hurting your back? And she says, are you, are you going through stress? She says, yeah. And that's when she told me she'd lost several close members of her family in the last year. Um, she's in retail, so she's working a lot of heavy hours. Right. And her husband's health was not good. And so um, that's an incident of a stress response. The body's okay. adaptation. That's a serious one. So we sat down, we had a good talk and everything, and um, she was able to get some relief, and she's doing great now. I but, bet just talking it out was, was a big relief. Yeah, yeah, and just getting her to realize, hey, you know what? I don't think there's a, a lot wrong with me, but I'm making some bad choice. I need to change the way things are. So she's doing great now. Um, good. Another... Another example is uh, anxiety attacks. All right, so I'd been adjusting this guy, and uh, he comes in, and I adjusted him, and he passed out. And he started just breathing like snoring through his throat. And, of course, I raised his legs up. You know, he was still breathing and everything. And so I brought him up. I said, man. What is going on? And he said he, he was very apologetic. He was embarrassed. And he says, Doc, I've been working 90 hours a week. And uh, I'm going through a divorce right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so that was a response. That was his body adapting. And sometimes when you adjust somebody, you can release stress in their body, and their body is able to start doing things. Um, we had an older gentleman in here. Bless his heart. He's probably in his 80s. He's just like a Timex clock. I mean, he's had every joint replaced, and so um, I adjusted him, and he he was in a cane, and uh, he comes back the next day without his cane. I'm like, man, where'd your cane go? He says, oh, I don't need it anymore. I got you. So I always like to follow up with patients after we adjust them, and they, they notice there's a change. I say, what, explain what happened. And he said, I hadn't slept for like, you know, maybe an hour of sleep a night for like several weeks. Oh, and man. Then all of a sudden, I slept for 12 hours. Yeah. So he was he was doing really well. So the body adapts to changes. Um, you know, we could just go on and on. Um, rashes, coughing spells. Another one is a fake heart attack. What is that? Um, where somebody has an anxiety attack or they have a rib head that's out and it's referring pain to their chest. They go immediately to the emergency room oh i see it's not somebody faking a heart attack they think they're actually having they they do yes and they do all the things and and hopefully they screen them they say oh you don't have a heart problem they come into here we adjust them they do great okay um another guy he came in and he's a he's he likes to eat his food he's a contractor 
and he comes in and out every now and then. He's, he's kind of an eater, and he's pretty stressed out all the time. And so he says, Doc, man, I got this pain that's in my shoulder blade. It is killing me. And so I looked, and I said, does it hurt when you're taking a deep breath? Yes. So I'm thinking, oh, he's got some inflamed area in his abdomen somewhere. And so I put my hand on some trigger points. He came off the table. Uh-oh. Gallbladder, digestive Ew. point. I said, dude. I know this is the holidays, but you need to really clean your diet up or you're going to be in the ER getting your gallbladder removed. That's what was happening. His his gallbladder was inflamed. His stomach was inflamed. And it was referring pain to his shoulder blade areas, just like your heart can. And um, I adjusted him. Um, he felt a lot better. I haven't seen him, but I hope he cleaned it up. Good. He cleaned up his I his hope so, habits. too. Yeah, so, you know, another guy, he had a ileocecal valve that was closed and this guy was a type a personality he'd been to vanderbilt he'd been all over the place um he's a really intelligent creative guy and uh, has his own business has about four or five kids and so i just started putting my hand on his stomach and i felt this area if you were to look at the, the belly button it's like a clock and so you look at the belly button and everywhere around the belly button is a small intestine well from six to nine, there's an area uh, that's called the ileocecal valve. That's where the ileum, that's the uh, small intestine, hooks up with the large intestine. That thing was shut. Mm. And so all I did is I put a little pressure on it. We opened up that valve again. His pain went away. His bowels worked better. All the trips he took to Vanderbilt. But that was stress-related, too. That's amazing. So, yeah, so... Um, you know, the three stresses that we have, the, the physical, the chemical, and emotional, they're all there, every one of them. Now, there's a, a fourth type of stress that's starting to kick in now. It's, it's from EMF frequencies, you know, like the Internet. Yeah. You ever driven around, all of a sudden you see all these, these different uh, locations that are sending your phone the EMF signal? Yeah. Yeah. You, we, we get exposed to this all the time. No one's done much research on it, but kids are constantly, they got their phone up to their head or close to their eyes. Um, we're getting ready to go 5G. Yes. Which is going to be much stronger. It's going to be out, out by your uh, telephone pole. And so we're going to have a lot more heavier electrical uh, micro frequency exposure, which affects the brain function. So, um, but anyhow... Um, I think we've just been all over the place with this podcast, haven't we? Well, we have. We're, we focused on stress, which is what we set out to do. And I've got a couple of tips um, to to help with holiday stress, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. First of all, we, we spoke about it earlier. Focus on the reason. Focus on Jesus, his birth, what he brought uh, to this world, what he did for us. Uh that's number one with me. Number two, don't stress over gifts. You know what? And I talked a little bit about Lori and I struggle, uh, Lori, me and Lori struggling, you know, early on. Well, she taught me how to cross stitch. Not the most manly thing in the world, but the next year, throughout that year, we made gifts for everybody in the family. Nice gifts. Where's my, my hat? Well, I didn't know you at the time, unfortunately. Oh, and and I wish still, I had. Are you still cross stitching, dude? <laughs> You know, as for me, I, I'm I'm cross stitching a, a picture of Alice Cooper, really, at the moment. Are you but, really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can give it to him. 
<laughs> be a good excuse to meet him. No way. That's going on my wall. Okay, I got you. I got you. Over Lori's dead body, it will. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there's there's other things. Watch your diet. Um, and you you talked about this to to a length, you know log, large length. If you're not eating, uh, d- don't eat. I, I give myself ten percent more. I try to, and I sit down to a meal. I, I I say if this was a meal on May the twelfth, what would it be? And I you know I give myself a little extra because it's the holidays, but I don't go nuts. I don't fill the plate, you know. Yeah. Um. And an hour after that, I feel great. Mm-hmm. There's there's no pain. I know I did things right. So those are a few of my tips. Yeah. I guess my thing is, is uh, you know, when you get together with family, it's really tough sometimes because there's people that have done you wrong. Exactly. And, and, and that's a, that's that goes on a lot. Yeah, in some cases, you just need to remove yourself from that, you know. Yes. I don't have relatives that have done me really, really wrong. In fact, I don't. No, I don't I, either. I've got some that I don't agree with on everything, but uh, otherwise I'm, I'm good with my relatives, but. Yeah, our family's great. Some in that people area. have been abused physically by their relatives, and my saying is, man, if it creates stress, man, remove yourself. Just don't go. Yeah. The other thing, as far as make sure you drink lots of water. I know people hear that all the time, but it is a big deal. When you get up first thing in the morning, drink water. Yeah, drink water. Don't start picking out right off the bat because your stomach is still empty. Right. So you can fill your stomach up with water. That's going to help relieve it a little bit, relax a little bit, clean it up a little bit. Um, another thing is stay away from sugar. Um, you know, try to eat vegetables, try to eat good meat. Um, and you're probably going to have some desserts, but get out and walk afterwards. Don't sit around, don't lay around, get outside. Um, but, uh, anyhow, so yeah, I just thought we should, uh, talk about holiday stressors and well, it's the perfect time, uh, of year for that. And, and many, I bet you, Dr. Banning, I bet more than half of the country suffers from holiday stress. Yeah. From one, um, one reason or another. You know? Yeah. So what you're seeing, and, and again, I just wanted to share that my hypothesis is the holidays are basically magnifying people's lifestyles of eating processed foods and junk and just not exercising. And so I believe my, my hypothesis comes true because we're going to see Record flus, amounts of flus, which could be prevented by changing lifestyle, not by the flu vaccine. Right. We're going to be seeing records of, of sicknesses, not just in adults, but in children, too. There's going to be school closings and all that stuff, and people just keep going on. And they think it's because they have a shortage of some type of a drug or a vaccine in their body, when really it's just a shortage of good, healthy foods. I agree. Yeah. Well, listener, thank you for joining us, and we we really wish you the best of holidays this year. We'll be back before the end of the year, of course. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, give us a call. Our phone number is area code 615-672-7878. If you live in the Middle Tennessee area, we'd love to see you. We're located at 147 Raymond Raymond Hirsch Parkway in the beautiful town of White House, Tennessee. Or you can check out our website, whitehousechiropractic.com. There's a contact sheet there that you can use to send us questions or comments or, or anything. Maybe you've got an idea for a show. We'd love to hear about it. Dr. Banning, Merry Christmas to you. Same to you. Thank uh, you uh, All right. for another great year. Yes. <laughs>